0: What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, the podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is episode 43, which will just be a solo episode with myself discussing episode 42. I got a ton of feedback on episode 42, both good and bad, in terms of the guest and what he had to say. And I wanted to do this just to make things crystal clear about what it is that I believe while I'm recording these episodes and interviewing these people, I really don't have any interest in being confrontational or trying to create some kind of controversy. It's just not who I am. Um, so I think you heard me challenge him with some questions, but I didn't stop him and uh, really state what I believe. And that's my fault, I suppose. But again, I'm not looking for confrontation. Uh, not not in these interviews. It just it doesn't make any sense. So I want to talk about some of the things that he said. And first I want to talk with, talk about. Radical. Responsibility. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I think he and I get to the same place. I think perhaps the journey there is different though. Well not perhaps. it It, it is. It's just different. Um, I don't think it's all anyone's fault. If, if we're talking about radical responsibility. Then that means everything that I do. Or everything that happens. Is, is my responsibility. And so. If I make the decision to go out late and drink with the boys and it pisses her off, then that's on me. I get that, especially if she has expressed, don't do that. Now, that didn't really happen with me, um, but I'm just trying to give a for instance. But the same thing can be said of the other side. If radical responsibility is a thing, then it also applies to the other person. And so regardless of what my actions were, if she decided to go cheat or lie then that is also on her, right? That's her responsibility. She took those actions. And so while my actions may have influenced her, at the end of the day, she still made the choices she made. So I, I think that view is correct in that you need to take responsibility. It is up to you. But I think that doesn't come immediately. There is a timeliness of message. And I'm sorry, but if you're a suicidal person, you don't want to be yelled at that it's all your fault that's just not helpful. Period. It isn't. And so, you have to consider where a person is at. You want them to get to a certain place. You want to get them to radical responsibility, meaning that it's up to them, it's their responsibility to figure out how to move forward, not to look back. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day uh, whose fault it was. It's over. Now, what you need to do is be introspective and figure out why and you do that by listening to what she had said, taking that to a therapist and working it out. Were these real things or were these things that were said out of guilt or shame or anger or whatever? But it's good to, to look at what was said, to look at your flaws and your imperfections and to take ownership. I've said that many times. Being a man is about taking ownership. And that's what you need to do in this particular instance. You don't need to look back and blame. It's not helpful. But I think in the beginning, it's a natural part of the process. And for some people that are really on the edge and suicidal, if you yell and scream at them that it's all their fault, I don't see that as very helpful. And I don't think it's the case that someone that is suicidal would want to hear these messages. I I just don't believe that it's true. What is true is that eventually you have to get to the place of ownership of responsibility. Because going forward is all up to you. It's all on your shoulders. How you want to go forward. When you go forward. And that's the other thing. It's a process. These things take time. To jump out of the gate. Jump out of the box. Immediately ready to go to fix yourself. And to focus on yourself. It's just not practical. It's not likely. State is a grief is a thing. Right? And he went through them. I went through them. Probably still going through them. Let's be honest. And so I'm acutely aware of where i'm at and also where i want to be but the me of two years ago when he first found out he, he wasn't ready to hear anything about it's up to you to move forward i i, I would if, if you would have told me that it was all my fault at that time i would have told you to go fuck yourself and, and quite frankly i would have been in the right doing so and so is anyone else that tells uh, that that gets told that message Because if we're talking, again, radical responsibility, then the other half has responsibilities as well. So those are my feelings on episode 42. I believe Sean and I get to the same spot. Take ownership. Take control. It's up to you. But it's a process. Period. The other thing I'd like to talk about is something that I see frequently in both the support groups that I run and, and obviously in the Discord server, that is tied to the podcast, and that is the walk-away wife syndrome. I am increasingly hearing, and the numbers bear this out, 69%, 80%, maybe somewhere in between, typically is the numbers that are called out when you talk about women filing for divorce. That's a lot of women. Uh, Now, again, the nuance of that data, I don't know. It could be that some of those women were lied to, were beat, were cheated on, gambling, drinking, drug use, who knows? I don't know. But that's an awful lot of women filing for divorce. And even if we, we narrow that down, it's still a lot of women filing for divorce. And i see that anecdotally. I don't track it uh, via the numbers, but it's a lot of men that have wives that have walked away. And these men are good, solid, hardworking men and good fathers. And it's, it's, I find it kind of funny because they're such good fathers that these women are able to walk away. Like if, 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 if these fathers and men were so terrible, why would you be able to walk away? Leave your children with someone who's terrible. I I don't understand you walk away, women. I, I don't understand why you're celebrated. You're not brave. You're not doing something helpful to your family, even honestly to yourself. If you're leaving because you're just not happy, that's on you. You have failed you, you have failed your husband, and you have failed your children. And I don't understand why you're celebrated. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be celebrated at all. You should be taking a task for what you've done. And the damage you're going to do is really unknown at this point it could be 10 20 25 30 years before the damage is really seen because it's going to come out in how your children go through their relationships and make no mistake about it you have done damage to them now the degree and severity it remains to be seen but it's not healthy and you're not brave and you should not be celebrated Why you women out there that have done this believe that you're doing a good and righteous thing? I don't understand it. I don't understand you. And I believe that someday you will come to regret these things. Not because these men were perfect, but because you walked away from something good for no real reason. And you want to talk about radical responsibility. You, as a woman, are responsible for your happiness. And believe me, men are guilty of this too. We all sort of mesh into each other and, and expect each other to, to make us feel better. We all, I think, have these issues. And that's why I stress all the time to not jump into the next relationship, to work on you, to become whole, so you don't need someone to make you feel better. And so if your man didn't make you feel good or make you feel happy, or you were in a rut, and you ran away, and you expect that some other guy is going to come along, when you have a perfectly good person, a perfectly good father to your children and here's the other thing what I don't understand mothers that say they they want 50% or less custody explain this one to me ladies, I don't understand it you want to be with your children less where is the mothering, where is the nurturing where is the care and again if these men are so terrible how can you leave them with your children they're not and you know they're not And so maybe you're having a midlife crisis. Maybe society has gotten into your head that your life is not a Hallmark movie and it should be, or that you're not a Disney princess and you should be. Men aren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. But if you share with us and come to us and say, look, these are the things that I need. These are my love languages. Let's do this class together. Let's read this book together. Let's work on a relationship. I got to be honest. I don't think the men that I have come across would not turn down an opportunity. Now, some of this you could say, well, of course they're going to say that now. Maybe it's too little, too late. Maybe. But maybe it's on you for not speaking up sooner. And I don't see how destroying a family makes anything any better. I don't. And so I think in time you'll see that. You'll come to realize the mistake that you made. And maybe not. Maybe I'm delusional. Maybe all men suck. Maybe your husband sucked. Maybe I suck. Now, I have my faults, my imperfections. Don't get me wrong. I had things I had to work on. I'm still working on and I was working. That's the thing. I mean, I took a little break from therapy to be truth, to lay it all, all on there. But I was in therapy for a long time um, because I know I needed to be. And I would have continued to work on myself, especially if I would have been asked to, hey, I don't like when you do this. When she left, she brought up things from 15, 10, 11, 12 years ago, not the last five to seven. I mean, there were some mistakes in there. Don't get me wrong. I'm a human being. I made them. But I wouldn't work worked on anything that I was asked to. And I think you're going to find it very hard to find a man who's going to be like that. Because here's the thing. Here's what I think, and here's what I'm really honestly worried about. If 69 to 80% of the divorces that are filed in this country are filed by women, and they're filed for half of those, let's say, as a legitimate reason, then that dating pool is full of women who decided that working on things was not in their best interest, that they would just run away. Because they're strong and independent, and here's the thing, you're not, you're weak. and I don't I wouldn't have any I don't have any interest in being with someone like that. And so I think and I hope that you're gonna find it very difficult out there to find someone to replace your loving husband, not perfect, but loving. Love your children so much that he's fighting for them to get more custody or to maintain the custody that he has, paying his child support doing whatever he needs to do to ensure they're happy. And here's my message to the men out there. If you come across these women who decided that they weren't happy next don't settle. Don't settle for someone who will run away at the first sign of trouble. It's not someone you want to be with. It's not someone I want to be with. And truth be told I miss my act. Tremendously. Sometimes. Yesterday was our 15th anniversary. Well still married for reasons I don't quite understand but I miss her, the old her, the her that didn't run away. And truth be told, I treated her worse early on in the relationship than I did later on. I learned, I grew, I became a better husband, I became a father. You stuck with me when things were bad, when I was kind of (laughs) shitty. And then when you perhaps hit a midlife crisis or you perhaps had another man in your ear, And let me speak of those men. Fuck you. You're disgusting. If you help tear apart a family, I hope the worst of things happen to you. Truly. If you're that desperate, that sad, to destroy a family, you don't deserve anybody, quite frankly. Now, atonement is a thing. I believe that you can make up for your sin. But I'm going to guess there's a lot of you men out there, and you women, that don't even think you did anything wrong. But time will tell. The truth of what was done will be reflected in the faces, in the lives, and the relationships of your children. So I hope, ladies and men, that it was all worth it. That you got your jollies all and that was enough to destroy a family. Until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Thank you to Nick Coyle and Lifer for allowing me to use their song, Born Again, which you're hearing now and at the intro to the podcast. Thank you to Justin Dillahanty and all of my brothers at the Alpha Code. Please visit the website, risingphoenixpodcast.com to connect with me and other like-minded men who are looking to thrive and grow after their divorce. And remember to surround yourself with people who add value to your life who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence like you do to theirs. Light is not meant to be done alone. Find your tribe. Take care.